Are you a consumer or are you a multiplier? Welcome to the Impact Legacy and Meaning Podcast, where we discuss the mindset, strategies, and tactics that will allow you to make the kind of impact you want on your family, your business, and your community, while creating a personal and financial legacy that will last for generations. I'm Sean Skaggs, your host. I'm a father, husband, business leader, and follower of Christ who's on a mission to help you create the impact, legacy, and meaning you want for your life. Don't forget to go to impactlegacyandmeaning.com to download your free personal assessment. And if you like the show, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and be sure to leave a review on iTunes and help spread the word. Consumers versus multipliers. That's something that I've been thinking a lot about over the last year. And this morning, as I was reading my, my scripture, my scripture passage this morning was Luke 19, and it just made me feel like I really needed to record a podcast over this. So consumer versus multiplier. When I say consumer, what I mean is someone who just consumes the things that they've been given, and a multiplier is somebody who takes those things and multiplies them. Luke chapter 19, uh, the story there is the story that Jesus tells about someone who had a lot of money. They were leaving town, so they gave portions of their money to all their servants. They gave each one an equal portion of money and told them to uh, to take care of it while he was gone. He left town. He came back. And the story goes that there was one who had basically multiplied that money 10 times over, and he put that person in charge of 10 towns. And there was someone who had just doubled their money. He put that person in charge of five towns. And then there was someone who said, you know, I know you're a hard man. I know that uh, you don't suffer fools lightly. And so I just took the money and I hid it away so that nothing would happen to it. And so here's your money back, just like it was whenever you gave it to me. And the, in that story, the master said, you know, you're right. I don't suffer fools lightly. And you've been a fool with your money. And therefore, uh, take your money and give it to the person who had multiplied their money 10 times over. Now, whenever most people read that story in church or they hear that story somewhere, the first thing that happens is people say, oh, well, this is what Jesus said, but that's not what he meant. And the reason that people say that's not what Jesus meant whenever they read stories out of the gospel is because usually they're on the wrong end of the story. And you see that with gospel stories all the time. You hear people say, now, this is what Jesus said, but he didn't really mean that. He really meant this other thing. And the reason for that is typically because if Jesus really meant what he said, then that puts them on the wrong end of the story. And most of the people, as they read that story, they say, now, Jesus didn't really mean you had to multiply your money. Uh, he really meant this other thing, because if that's what Jesus meant, then that means most of the time they're going to be playing the part of the fool. They're going to be the one who just hid their money away, or worse yet, just spent it all, and don't have, don't have anything to show at the end of it. Now, I don't think that parable is just about money. I think it's about anything that God has blessed us with. I think it can be about talent. It can be about time. Like I said, anything that God's blessed you with, we're supposed to go out and multiply. Maybe it's knowledge. But whatever the case may be, he's saying don't just sit on it. Go out and invest it in the world and multiply it and see what you can make out of it. And this is something that uh, that we struggle with all the time in our society because our society is made primarily of consumers and not multipliers. Another perfect example of this is something that I saw on television last night. My kids were watching some show about how, uh, you know, these people who won the lottery and they were going out to buy homes. And on this show, there was a person who had just won $4 million in the lottery. And they were going out to buy a home and they wanted to spend about $1.5 million on their new home. 
And this person was not married. They had one child who did not live with them, but they were going to buy a $1.5 million house to go and live in out of the $4 million that they had won, not even realizing that they're probably going to pay nearly $2 million of that $4 million in taxes. And so as soon as I heard them say that, I turned to my wife and I said, all their money will be gone in 12 months or less. And the reason I said that is because that person obviously has a consumer mindset. They're trying to figure out what they can spend all that money on just as fast as they can spend it. And most of us fall into that same category with how we spend our money, with how we spend our time, with how we spend our knowledge. And so that's one thing that I've been working really hard on to try and make sure that I don't teach that to my kids, that I teach them to be multipliers and not consumers. And so that's one of the things that, that I think we all have to focus on whenever we talk to our kids. We're all so afraid to talk to our kids about money, right? Well, you can't know how much your dad makes or you can't know how much we have in the bank. You can't know all these things. We're afraid to talk to our kids about it. I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm afraid to talk to them about it sometimes too. But I'm trying to get out there and, uh, and be a little bit more bold with that and talk to my kids about money on a more regular basis so that they understand it's not just there to spend. It's actually something that they should be taking and using to create more wealth, to create more abundance out in the world. That's one of the things I hear my kids talk about all the time is they like to look at the cars that other people's parents drive. And they say, oh, did you see the car that so-and-so's dad was driving? They must be so rich. And maybe they are, but most likely they're not. Most likely it just means they spent a lot of money on a car. And that car may be actually the thing that's keeping them from being rich or keeping them from being wealthy. And it may be the thing that breaks them and takes them down because we have this consumer's mindset. And if we've got a certain amount of money, we think, you know, how can I spend that money? If I have just a little bit more room in my budget, then what payment can I go out and get to take up all the room in that budget and make sure that I'm spending every single dime that I've got? That's the mentality I don't want my kids to have whenever they're adults. I want them to be thinking about ways that they can multiply their wealth, multiply their time, multiply their knowledge, use that to create abundance in the world for themselves and for others. And so I want to make sure I talk to them about those other people's parents and I tell them, hey, that doesn't mean anything. Maybe they do have a lot of money. Maybe they don't have a lot of money. All you really know is that they have a really big payment on that car. Now, whenever I tell tell people you know, that they need to start being multipliers and not consumers. I'm not expecting anybody to walk out tomorrow and be this super smart, savvy investor or to know exactly what to do. I would say start small. In anything that you do, you want to start small and start to learn. And so if you can save a little bit of money every week, maybe it's $100 a month, and start putting that money into a 401k or into your savings, and then if you put it into the 401k, start paying attention to what that 401k does. Don't just put it there and forget about it. You know, that's the advice you always get. Oh, just put that money in the savings and forget about it. Well, don't forget about it. Pay attention to it. See what it does. If you start thinking about how is my money being used and how is my money creating more wealth for me, that's going to start to create that mindset in you so that you can start looking for opportunities to create more wealth. And then, it, you know, maybe after you've done $100 a month for a while, you start looking around, see some things that you're making payments on that you don't really need. So maybe you can cancel that. And maybe you can find another $100. And you put that $100 into savings. And then maybe you find something else and you put that $100 into savings. Maybe you get a raise at work. Instead of taking that raise and immediately increasing the amount of payments that you've got, take that money and put that money back into savings for a little while. See what you can grow. And then maybe you can take that and do something else with it. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to even be 
creating more abundance for yourself, maybe you can use it to create more abundance for others. You know, maybe you can buy an investment property that's, that you're going to pass down to your kids. Maybe you can take it and put it into uh, some kind of network where it's going to be used to create a lot of good out in the world. There's all kinds of things that you can do, but if you're just spending all your money, you can't do those things. And so pay attention to your investments. Look for opportunities to multiply your talents, to multiply your blessings. There's all kinds of different ways out there that we can multiply things if we pay attention and don't just immediately look for ways that we can spend those blessings. And teach your kids to be multipliers. Don't teach them to be consumers. That's a hard thing to get over. It's a hard thing to, uh, to, t- to think about talking to your kids about money and to realize that that's the way that we should be raising them is so that they understand money and so that they understand investments and so that they understand the way that they've been blessed so they can use that out in the world to create more abundance for themselves and for others and not just to consume it all. So make yourself a note. Put it somewhere that you'll see it every day. Don't be a consumer. Be a multiplier. Thanks for listening to Impact Legacy and Meaning. If you found what you heard today helpful, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. That would really help me out. Also, don't forget to download your own personal assessment from impactlegacyandmeaning.com, where you can also check the show notes for any links or references from today's podcast. And remember, the only thing holding you back is you.